are listening to Relationship Shouldn't Hurt, a podcast brought to you by Central Bedfordshire Council. During this series, you'll be able to hear us talk all things domestic abuse and raise awareness of the support available to those affected. Welcome to our podcast, Relationships Shouldn't Hurt. I'm Nina from Central Bedfordshire Council and today we will be talking about domestic abuse and housing options. One of the main reasons people are worried about leaving or separating from that someone when they're in an abusive relationship is around complications for housing. People are often really concerned that they won't be able to secure safe accommodation for themselves if they move and are concerned about losing the property or the rights to the property that they're currently living in. In Central Bedfordshire, the housing options team have two approaches every day from people who are experiencing domestic abuse that want to move. So because of that, we have Katie Boyce with us today to talk about those issues around housing and domestic abuse. Hi, Katie. Did you want to give a little bit of an introduction about yourself? So just your your job role, your organisation and what it is your team do? Yes, so uh, hello, I'm Katie and I'm the Housing Options Manager here at Central Bedfordshire and I've been in post for about two years. So the housing options team are responsible for administrating the council's statutory function around homelessness. Much of my work revolves around ensuring that we're compliant with the homeless legislation and ensuring that we have the right customer pathways and processes in place to support our customers. The council's main duties around homelessness is to work with households to prevent them from losing their homes. So we do this by providing housing advice undertaking housing assessments and developing personal housing plans. We provide advice to everyone, no matter what your housing situation is, around a range of topics, including tenancy rights, eviction proceedings, legal remedies for housing issues, and mediating family breakdowns or between tenants and landlords. And of course, we deal with domestic abuse. So if you're in need of help with housing support, it's very likely that you'll need to come in contact with the housing options team. Thanks for that, Katie. I just wonder, if people are experiencing domestic abuse, they might not necessarily think of themselves as at risk of being homeless. Is domestic abuse a reason or or considered part of making somebody vulnerable with their housing? Yes, in short. So uh, the Domestic Abuse Act that's recently come into force at the end of April specifies that people that are experiencing domestic abuse are automatically in priority need. That means that they are considered to be vulnerable and that's regardless of whether or not they've got dependent children or not or whether or not they've got other serious health issues. Ah, so anyone that's experiencing domestic abuse is automatically considered being at risk of of losing their home so would be entitled to some sort of help from their council. Yes, absolutely. That's great, thank you. And I guess we understand that not everyone wants to leave their home, but for those that do, what should they do and what help is available? Okay, so I'll try and break this down because it can be sort of quite a complicated area, so I'll try and make it as easy to understand as possible. So one of the first options that you've got are refugees. So women's aid refugees provide temporary accommodation for women who have to leave home because of domestic violence. So people fleeing domestic abuse can access a refuge place by phoning the National Domestic Abuse Helpline. And refugees are all over the country. Refugees can be paid for by housing benefit or by the housing cost element of universal credit, if that's what you're claiming and you're relying on welfare benefits. And there are also some spaces available for women that have got no recourse to public funds. So 
Whilst living in the refuge, women can get support and advice on welfare benefits, housing and legal remedies. And these can provide an important breathing space for women who have maybe not decided what permanent course of action that they wish to follow. Men can also access refugees as well and information can be obtained from the men's advice line. That's great. Thanks, Katie. And all the details for those advice and helplines that you've mentioned will be at the end of the podcast. In terms of longer term housing options, I'll break it down based on what your tenure might be. But if you're in a council tenancy or you are a housing association tenant, you can contact your housing officer. So if you happen to be a tenant of Central Bedfordshire, you can contact your estates officer and that they're contactable through the council's main switchboard. Um, and if you have a housing association property, then it's normally best that you contact your dedicated housing officer there. It's important to note that every accommodation provider should have a domestic abuse policy and should deal with your disclosure in line with that policy. If you're getting support, your housing officer should liaise with the agency supporting to you to help establish the risk presented to you and talk to you about what your options. They can discuss options with you, like finding places of safety, that might be a women's refuge, and potentially looking at a management move. It shouldn't matter whether or not that, that your tenancy is in your own name or not. So with a housing association or a council, you need to bear in mind they can only help you move to an area where they have housing stock. So if you want to move outside of central Bedfordshire, you just need to bear in mind that it's unlikely that we have any accommodation options for you outside of the district. You may also want to look at mutual exchange. That is where two social housing tenants can swap properties. But this can sometimes take time to find the right match for you. If you do want to leave, they can also get you in touch with the housing options team in the area that you want to move to who can provide detailed housing advice. If you have a joint tenancy in certain circumstances, if you have to leave because of domestic abuse, Possession action can be taken against the perpetrator. You may need to apply to your landlord to have your name removed from the tenancy or you might be able to arrange a settlement via the courts to decide who gets the tenancy, but your housing officer can advise you further. If you're thinking of giving up your tenancy, it's really important to get some housing advice first to ensure that you've secured long-term and alternative accommodation before you go anywhere. In terms of those of you that might be privately renting, we can liaise with your landlord to see if they've got another property they can move you to. So some landlords have a decent portfolio of other stock options. Or we can work with your landlord and you to end the tenancy and arrange for you to get a new tenancy in your own right. If you are an owner-occupier and you own your own home, this shouldn't stop you accessing short-term help. Domestic abuse agencies can normally help you access legal advice to decide what to do with the property. And we would encourage you to get legal advice so that you can go through your options around whether or not you need to sell the property or whether or not you can arrange for the other homeowner to buy you out if you jointly own it. And if you receive any equity from any house sale, you can normally use this to access privately rented accommodation. Many households have dogs and pets and there is support available for survivors of domestic abuse where you might have a pet 
and may not be able to take it with you to any new accommodation temporarily. So the Dogs Trust Freedom Project and other pet rescue charities often provide temporary foster care for dogs and cats and other pets whose owners are fleeing domestic violence and may not be able to care for their pet until they're settled. That's great. And we will, as we said before, give details for those organisations at the end of the podcast. Thanks, Katie. That's really comprehensive and so helpful to anyone who is considering their options um, with regards to their their home and whether they want to move or not. And I guess although we know some people do want to move, lots of people say they want to remain in their own home. So what options are there for people to stay safe in their own homes? So many people that are experiencing domestic abuse don't want to to leave the home. They do want to stay in the property and that is absolutely possible for them. So Anyone experiencing domestic violence has options for taking civil action to stay in their home. And those remedies are generally designed to protect them from further violence and to establish their rights to stay in that home. So someone experiencing domestic abuse might be able to apply for any of the following. A non-molestation order under the Family Law Act, an occupation order under the Family Law Act, or they may even be able to apply for an injunction or an order for damages under the Protection from Harassment Act. So I'll just break down what those different orders are. So a non-molestation order is made by the court to prohibit non-molestation of an associated person or a relevant child. There is no particular definition of molestation. It can cover many forms of unwanted behaviour, including harassment and pestering, as well as physical violence. These orders can be obtained to prohibit molestation generally, such as persistent threats of violence or harassment, or to prohibit particular acts of molestation, such as actual violence or abuse. And to obtain one of these orders, there's no need to prove actual violence, only the molestation. You could also apply for an occupation order. These are orders made by the courts to enforce, declare or restrict rights to occupy the family home. They are typically only a short term solution and do not affect what happens to the property in a final settlement, which again is why it's really important to get legal advice, particularly if you own your own home. Their main use in domestic abuse cases is to exclude someone from the home or from a specified area around the home. There is also the option around other civil remedies under the Protection from Harassment Act 1997. So that particular act contains powers to combat harassment in both the civil and the criminal courts. So a claim for an injunction can be made where harassment has actually taken place, so actual harassment, or where harassment is expected to take place, apprehended harassment. This means that the courts have the power to grant an injunction even when no harassment has yet occurred, although evidence of the threatened harassment is often needed. Applications can be made to the county court or the high court, and if the order is breached, the victim has the right to apply for a warrant of arrest. And where a person breaches a civil injunction without a reasonable excuse, they are committing a criminal offence. So where the police arrest someone for this criminal offence, they can either charge or release them. And the maximum punishment for this offence is five years imprisonment and or an unlimited fine. Where a person is convicted of this offence, 
breach of the injunction can also be punished as contempt of court. There's also access to sanctuary schemes or what we call in central Bedfordshire the Bobby Scheme. So along with the Domestic Abuse Service, the Housing Service Fund, Bedfordshire Police Partnership to provide free home security to victims of domestic abuse. So they look at providing and fitting devices such as new locks, door chains, door viewers, all free of charge. The Bobby team will attend your home. They will carry out a survey and identify any areas where your security might be vulnerable. And where appropriate, our staff will improve your security with locks, door change, viewers. And the best thing about this service is is that you can refer yourself or an agency can refer you as well. If anybody wants any more information about the protection orders that Katie's talked about, you can hear more about that on episode seven of our podcast protection orders that's part of our Relationship Shouldn't Hurt series. Information about the Bobby scheme will be shared at the end of the podcast. If you are a council tenant or a housing association tenant, will they be able to help with any safety measures in your home or should people be going straight to the Bobby scheme? We would, if we receive a disclosure of domestic abuse and somebody needs additional security, the council will refer you into the Bobby scheme who will then carry out that that work. But it is available to everybody. Great. So that's a great one stop, one place that people can self-refer to or they can come through their their estate manager to get those kind of the things that they need to keep their homes safe. Absolutely. Okay. If sadly people have to approach housing options because uh, of the domestic abuse that they're experiencing, as a homeless applicant, what can you expect? So what will happen when you walk through the door as well as that kind of process that you take them through? Okay. Well, I think the first thing to say is regardless of what type of accommodation you're living in, Everyone in this situation has the right to make a homeless application to any council in the country. So long as you feel safe, that's the main thing. How we can help in each case is different as the options available depend on the individual circumstances, what their wishes are. And obviously, legal rights to housing will vary. Um, If you're approaching another council, they may have different housing options available to you as well because different schemes will be operating in different areas. What we will do is assess your case and develop a personalised housing plan. That is an action plan of actions that the council can take to help you achieve your housing goals and actions that you can take as well to resolve your own housing situation. But the aim would be to either help you secure alternative settled accommodation or help you put measures in place to keep you in your home. We can provide detailed housing advice and we will work with your landlord and housing provider to find the right option for you. Access to grant resources are available. We can help you access privately rented accommodation and signpost you to the support that you need. We will liaise with any agency supporting you. We can assist you with legal remedies. And if you need a place of safety there and then and a refuge space cannot be found, or you've got nowhere else safe to stay, then we can look at arranging emergency accommodation within central Bedfordshire. If you're not safe in the central Bedfordshire area and you want to move out, then we will work with you to approach another council for that long-term help. And I do wonder, from what you're saying, then anybody that's experiencing domestic abuse has the right to approach any council anywhere to talk about their housing options. Is that right? Yeah. That That is correct. As a bare minimum, you should be able to expect 
detailed advice about your housing situation and what would be available in that particular area. But really, if you are experiencing domestic abuse, that local authority should be taking a homeless application um, and they shouldn't be turning you away. And I know that lots of people feel apprehensive about and, and worried about disclosing that they're experiencing domestic abuse. But from what you're saying, it's really important that people do that on that first contact with the with your housing options team. From a central beverage point of view, are the housing options team trained to manage those disclosures of, of domestic abuse so that people can feel reassured about coming forward with their disclosures? All housing options officers are trained to deal with domestic abuse. So many of our housing options officers are domestic abuse champions and we've undergone domestic abuse awareness training. Options officers are generally will carry out a DASH assessment and we aim to provide a non-judgmental and trauma-informed service. But as you've said, Nina, it's really, really important so that we can help keep you safe, start helping you get the support that you need, that if you do feel that you are in this situation and that you are experiencing domestic abuse, that you can disclose it. But we will we will work around you as much as we can. So if you only want to deal with a female or a, or, or a male housing options officer, we will do our best to make that happen. If you can only speak to us at certain times of the day, we will try and adapt how we deal with you in order to help you and to keep you as safe as possible. Great. That's really reassuring, Katie. And I'm sure for people that are experiencing domestic abuse and thinking about whether to disclose um, will really help to reassure them that it is safe to approach the housing options team to talk about their circumstances. We're really lucky in central Bedfordshire to also have the DART team, so the domestic abuse resettlement team, that provides intensive and bespoke support for anybody aged over 16 who has or has not got children that are escaping domestic abuse and are looking to move to safe accommodation. And they'll work with people that are experiencing domestic abuse and liaise with housing options or housing association teams or those in, or for those in the private sector. And they'll help people to move within central Bedfordshire, the county of Bedfordshire, or nationally, they'll offer that support as far as they can. Details for the DART service will be given at the end of the podcast. So thank you, Katie, for joining us for this episode. I'm now going to share the details of all the support services mentioned in today's podcast. The free 24-hour National Domestic Abuse Helpline number is 0808 247. And you can find more information on their website at www.com. National DA Helpline, that's all one word lowercase, dot org dot uk. The details for women's aid are www.womensaid, again all lowercase and one word, dot org dot uk. So that's www.womensaid.org.uk. And you can find more information here about emergency accommodation and the support that is available for all aspects of domestic abuse. Respect is the helpline for male victims of domestic abuse. You can find more information at www.mensadviceline.org.uk or you can contact them on 0808 801 0327. You can find more information about how to make a homeless application in Central Bedfordshire at www.centralbedfordshire.gov.uk forward slash info forward slash 132 forward slash homeless. To find out more information about the Bobby Scheme in Central Bedfordshire, please visit 
www.bedspolicepartnership, that's all one word, lowercase.org. So www.bedspolicepartnership.org. Or you can contact them on 01234 842 619. To find more information about the Dogs Trust, you can visit them on www.dogstrust.org.uk or you can visit the Bedfordshire Domestic Abuse Partnership website on www.bedsdv.org.uk forward slash get dash help to find out more about pet rehoming or foster care services. As mentioned at the end of the podcast, we also have the domestic abuse resettlement team who may also be able to help support you to move. To find out more, please visit www.impact.org.uk forward slash domestic dash abuse. That's www.impact.org.uk forward slash domestic dash abuse. Or you can contact them via email on dart, that's all capitals, D-A-R-T, referrals at impact.org.uk. Thank you for listening to Relationship Shouldn't Hurt. If you or someone you know has been affected by domestic abuse or the issues raised in this podcast, you can contact the 24-hour National Domestic Abuse Helpline on 0808-2000-247. You can also find lots of information about domestic abuse on our website, www.bedsdv.org.uk. And if you're in the Bedfordshire area, you can find local support services on the Get Help page of this website. If you are in immediate danger, please call the police on 999.